You're listening to Mind Over Motherhood. Welcome to the Mind Over Motherhood podcast, your new favorite show for all things mindset, motherhood, and mental health. I'm your host, Dr. Curly Crew, a mom of twin girls, modern day nomad, and MD psychotherapist specializing in women's mental health. I believe that life is full of challenges that can hold you back from being the best version of yourself and living your most incredible life. Your mind shouldn't be one of those things. So listen in each week as I share practical tips and expert strategies to help you manage your mindset, improve your mental health, and be the woman and mother you've always known you could be. So grab a cup of something delicious and let's dive in. Welcome, welcome back to Mind Over Motherhood podcast. I'm really, really excited to record this episode. Um, And it's not because this is the second time. (laughs) I'm not excited about that, but I am excited because this episode is just going to be one of those episodes that I know is a turning point for this podcast and a turning point for our relationship and a turning point for our community. And I'm so, so excited. So in this episode, we're going to talk about trust. I'm going to break down self-trust and trust in general, but before I do all of that, I really want to pull back the curtain and give you a little behind the scenes on what's been happening in my world, personally, in my business world, in the Carly Crew world, the Unoya medical world, everything, and if you've been paying attention, you've likely seen, like if you've been showing up to my Instagram stories or you've been on my email list, which today is exciting, December 6th, because this is the first day I've released a newsletter to my email list. Um, I haven't done that in a really long time and I intend to do that every single Monday moving forward. So shameless plug, if you are not on the podcast, uh, pardon me, if you are not on the email list, absolutely head over to curlycrew.com, grab one of my amazing free gifts and jump on that list. Now, that's not what I was here to talk about, but the, the expansion in my business. So if you've been paying attention, you've been in my world, you've been watching my stories or on social media, you have seen that I've been undergoing this incredible evolution in myself and it's been absolutely expansive. It's exploding how I view the world, how I see myself. And I'll have to be honest, I've been knowing this has been coming for a long time. I remember speaking to my business manager and good friend Stephanie back in the spring and summer of 2021 saying like, I just feel like something's coming. I feel like something big is coming in my world. And I wasn't exactly sure what that was going to be, but I just had this deep intuitive sense that things were going to be changing in my world. And then, of course, we made these amazing plans to go to Mexico. So if you've been paying attention, you've probably noticed that we are not in Kansas anymore. We are not in Canada either. Um, We are in Mexico. So we are in Puerto Morelos, Mexico, where we will be staying until the spring. And it's been absolutely unbelievable. It's been a big adjustment for our family, as you could expect. Moving our children, who just had their fifth birthday, to a foreign country where we do not speak the language, bringing our dogs and learning to settle in to Mexico has been an adventure. There has absolutely been the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. And I think that's what comes with growth and doing big, scary and exciting things. And so that's also been happening. And coming to Mexico 
Although I kind of assumed it would be like this, but I didn't expect it to be quite as expansive and such fertile ground for this next step of my own personal growth and evolution. Um, You know, the place where these seeds that have been kind of budding inside of me were going to really root and start to grow. And, you know, I want to share a little bit about that. I think that's really exciting when we can evolve in ourselves and we can bring a movement and a community along with us. And, you know, a lot of this happened before I made any big moves, right? A lot of this has been building behind the scenes. But one of the biggest activators of this new direction that I'm going in or this evolved direction, this more expansive direction that I'm moving into has been making a bold move myself, which was investing a large sum of money into a really activating, expansive mentor who could help me guide myself into my next level of evolution. And that has been like lighting a fire underneath me and like to the tune of waking up multiple nights a week at like 2 or 3.30 in the morning with so many ideas, so many concepts, so many next level messages and programs coming through me like at a rate at which I can't even write them down they're coming so fast and that's been like happening all the time since I made this investment since I kind of dove into my life's work with two feet and committed full force to my mission in the world that I want to create And so what am I talking about, right? So what is this mission? What is this movement that I'm talking about? And you might have noticed, like I said, if you've been hanging around, that I've been shifting from talking in my spaces, shifting from talking just about mental health exclusively, which will always and forever be such an important core of my brand and mission, but to moving into these bigger conversations about a movement, a movement and a mission of empowering women on the planet to overcome all of the obstacles that are holding them back, okay? These might be like mental health symptoms. I've often said that we have enough obstacles and our brains can sometimes be our biggest one. And so part of this movement is overcoming the obstacles that our brain creates, like anxiety and fear and self-doubt And also overcoming obstacles like social conditioning, right? The messages we receive as women that keep us playing small, keep us in perfectionism, keep us people-pleasing and sacrificing ourselves and abandoning ourselves, right? Overcoming that social conditioning, overcoming and changing the conversation around power as women, where we get our power, around intuition, around wealth and impact, And all of these things are going to be part of this bigger movement, right? And it might seem like this is new, but it's funny. If you listen to my podcast intro that I recorded like over 18 months ago, I talk about this exact thing in a different way, right? In that when we are well, we can change the world. And so it's almost like this process, this unveiling of this mission and this movement that I can now put into words has been like coming home to myself, right? Like I've had this in my heart this whole time and this has always been my mission, but it felt like I never really could verbalize exactly what I was wanting to do and what my life's work was. And it feels like kind of putting on an old sweater that I forgot I had in the back of my closet, but the like is like so warm and so amazing. and just makes you feel so good. Like, you know, it's yours and it fits you in all the right places. And it's just so true to you that you never want to take it off. 
right? That's what this process has felt like. It's like a realization of what's already been inside of me, but with the confidence now to step into it and the confidence to be the leader of the movement and invite you and all of my listeners and all of my social media community and all of my email list and all of the women in my ecosystem and enrolling them into this mission and this movement of women who are ready to change the freaking world, right? Like it is so big. I hope you can hear that. It is so big for me right? And this big leap has come from me stepping into my own leadership, right? So leadership of myself and as the leader of this movement, right? Of a new evolution of women who are like ready to move up to their next level, right? I lead myself and then others follow behind and can see me making brave steps, taking bold moves, right? Like all these different big things that require a bigger level, a more evolved level of self-trust and self-leadership, I'm really stepping into the embodiment of my mission, right? And I'm inviting everyone listening to become a part of this if you're inspired by this, right? If you're looking to be empowered wherever you are, right? Even if you quote unquote are just a stay-at-home mom and you're working on raising kind humans and you're working on choosing yourself more often and you're working on setting boundaries and toxic relationships like but you're like I want empowerment I want support I want to be loved and seen this is your place right if you want to be seen as like the woman that you know you can be but you maybe just don't feel like you're there yet and you want to be held in that space and the potential scene in you that you feel is there but you can't quite be sure of like we're gonna be your people we're gonna be your community this is gonna be the movement for you if you're looking for a safe and loving community where you'll be seen as your authentic self and in your true feminine power like as a divine goddess which you are to be seen with such trust like that whatever you have on your heart, whatever you believe is for you, that we trust it and we know it's also for you, we believe in you, like this is going to be your space, right? And it's for women at every step of growth and evolution. You don't have to be wanting to build a business or build an empire. You could wanting you could be wanting to get your anxiety under control and just set healthy boundaries because we have to do all of those things at all of those levels. No matter what level we're at, there are new challenges that will call upon us to become our biggest versions of ourselves, right? So if it's maybe taking a big leap into a new career, quitting a job, going back to school, making an investment, hiring a coach, setting boundaries, dealing with panic attacks, it's all important. It's all part of your mission. It's all part of your story. It's all part of how we overcome the obstacles that hold us back and step into our power as women and really work to heal the world right? We can heal the world from the inside of our homes. We do that by healing ourselves and raising kind humans, right? We can change the world by doing that in our communities, by healing ourselves, healing our families, and sending beautiful humans into the world who then go on and heal the world as well. So please don't ever underestimate your impact as a woman, no matter where you are in your life. And this is going to be the space for you, for you to do that, for you to be seen and empowered in that. In a world where we are constantly told that others come first, this movement will be a place for you to land. And remember that what feels right in your soul, that you come first, is right. That choosing yourself is the bravest and most loving thing you can do, not only for yourself, but for everyone around you. 
and how choosing yourself will make you an even better version of yourself, a better woman, a better mother, a better partner, and a better leader. A big part of the start of this mission was the channeling through of the matriarch program. The matriarch program came to me like a bolt of lightning in the middle of the night. I woke up with the word matriarch on my lips. The program started flowing out of me so fast I couldn't even write it down fast enough. And it's open right now for enrollment. This program is not just for mothers. It's for any woman who is ready to be the divine feminine leader of her family. And what does that mean? Like it all sounds like wonderful (laughs) marketing talk. But truthfully, it's like how do we step into our power? How do we claim our own feminine power? Which looks like learning to listen to and trust our intuition. Learning to hold ourselves and have our own backs. Learning how to lead ourselves and model that leadership for our families and those of us who follow behind. It's how do we make decisions from a place of inner knowing rather than external being told what to do. How we model emotional mastery. How we hold ourselves through challenging emotional moments and model how to do that for others. This program is one tiny facet of this bigger movement and it's starting small. It's starting small. It's going to be a three-week, intimate, transformative, live group coaching experience that's going to be hosted over five calls. The program price right now, the investment into yourself, the divine energy exchange is going to be $333 US dollars, and the doors are going to close on December 20th. There's already nine women who are going to take place in this incredible experience. And if everything that I have been saying to you since the beginning of this podcast is resonating and lighting your soul on fire, I'm telling you to trust yourself. This program is going to be the one for you. And I'm so excited. I am so, so excited. I am so lit up. I can't wait. The program's going to run in January, 2022. So if you're interested, head to carlycrew.com matriarch and grab your seat. I'll be so excited to sit next to you and just invite you into this world, okay? The matriarch program is all about breaking that narrative that the best years of a woman's life are behind her as soon as she has kids. I don't know about you, but I certainly felt like that was some of the messaging I got. Like, you better have fun before you have kids because after that, your best years are gone. What a disempowering bullshit story. I don't know about you, but becoming a mother has activated me on levels that I never thought were possible. It's called on me to step into my own power and strength and hold more distress and more power than I ever thought I could. It's called on me to evolve. And that's what the matriarch program is all about. How we evolve. How we become that next level leader of our family that is confident, assured, and feminine. And what does that mean? So I'm so excited. And I'm asking, you know, right now in this podcast episode, when I am just free speaking to you about everything that's lighting my soul on fire, I'm asking that everyone listening, wherever you're listening, that we take a moment and ask ourselves if we are recognizing how powerful we are, how truly powerful we are. As women, whether we've created life or not, or we're on the journey of creating life, or we're choosing never to have any kids, our bodies and our souls are the life-giving force of this world. (laughs) I 
like I can't make this any more impactful, right? And that is the most powerful thing. And in a world where we have been told over and over for generations and years and eons that women are less than, it's time to reclaim that power. It's time to step back into it. It's time to make empowered decisions from that place of power for ourselves and for our families and trust that power that's within us. And this conversation that I'm holding right now, this conversation is going to continue. It's going to be the bigger purpose of this whole mission. And I'm so excited. Okay? So here we go. In this episode, we're going to talk about trust. And you've heard me say trust probably a hundred times already in this episode. And this is going to be a bit of a three-part series. So today we're going to talk about trust. Next week, I'm going to release a cultivating trust meditation. And then the third episode in this series, releasing in December, is going to be how to deal when things are not going your way, which is going to be a re-released episode from season two, which hits on a lot of these concepts and I think is really helpful as we walk into the holiday season. Okay, so trust. Let's talk about trust. Okay, trust is a vital ingredient when it comes to moving in this world as a woman, we need to learn how to trust ourselves, okay? And there's two conversations we can have about trust. I mean, there's a million conversations we can have about trust, but we can talk about trust in something outside of us. And this is a really common conversation that's had, you know, trust in the universe, trust in God, trust in a force greater than us. Trust in something outside of us, an entity that is greater than you, however you describe that. And that is so important. I will never discount. In fact, sometimes we have more trust in something outside of ourselves. And then the next level is to trust ourselves. To bring that sense of trust that we have in something greater than us and bring it into ourselves and learn to trust ourselves. Right? And this idea of trusting something greater than us is often a really beautiful place of safety and comfort for many people. Right? It's a trust in that everything's going to work out the way it's supposed to, either way. It's a trust that those people who are meant to be in your world, meant to be in your space, are going to be if they're meant to be. Right? It's a strong place to lean on when we're feeling unsure and insecure about what's going on in our world. And sometimes it's really flipping hard to do that especially if we are stuck in anxiety spirals we're stuck in thought spirals we're worrying about every single thing it can be really hard it can almost feel like a slap in the face for someone to then turn to you and be like you just need to trust it's all gonna work out and if you've ever been in a therapeutic situation or a coaching situation with me where I've stepped into that and said we're at the point where we just need to learn we just need to learn how to trust We need to step into trust. It's not always the easiest thing to hear, and I know that. Right? And the truth is, though, if we want to move in this world with a sense of confidence, we have to make the decision to start to trust. And one of the simpler, I guess not easiest, I would find the simpler place to start is to trust in something outside of us. Like God, if you're religious or spiritual, might be the universe. A trust in a power greater than us that things will work out. Okay? 
like I said, I talk so much about trust um, and it's really, really important and we absolutely need to cultivate a sense of trust that everything will work out, that the universe has our back and that we're supported by God or a force greater than us. But even more important than that is this concept of self-trust. And that's what this episode is going to be about. Self-trust. So what is self-trust? Okay. Self-trust is knowing that no matter what happens, if you make that investment, if you apply for that program at school, if you take your kids out of school and decide to homeschool them, if you learn to set boundaries and start speaking up for yourself, whatever it is, it's trusting that if you do that thing and there are consequences, either good or bad, that you have your own back, no matter what. That you will make the most of it, no matter what right? So the concept of trust itself is believing something before we have the evidence that it exists or that it will work. And this is really hard for our brains, okay? Our brains, I've often said, love certainty. Our brains love knowing for sure. Our brains love data and logic and spreadsheets and firm guarantees it loves evidence it loves proof and it doesn't love the absence of those things our brains create anxiety when we don't know something for sure we don't know how something will play out we don't know if it will work out we get anxiety we have anxiety right And because our brains just really love certainty. Of course we do. We like to know. I've had clients tell me that a hundred times. I just feel like I would be better if I knew for sure. And wouldn't that be true for all of us? If we just knew that making that investment would return three times. If we just knew that selling that house would mean we found a better one. If we just knew that leaving that job would mean we felt a million times better we would do it and it would be no problem. But we don't know that and we can't know that. And we can actually waste a lot of time sitting in that space of if I only knew the truth, if I only had the data, if I only had the evidence, we can waste so much time there. And so the truth is that as a society, we've lost touch with our own ability to know and believe without data, right? We exist in a world where like any of the information that we could ever want on how to do something or the risk or the rates or the probabilities, we can look up almost all of it. We have information at our fingertips carried around in our pockets on our phones. Like we are never far from being able to whip out something and Google it, (laughs) right? What are the chances of this? Or how do I do this? We can find it. We can find it so easily that we've pretty well abandoned ourselves and our own ability to learn as we go, to make a decision without all the information, without being sure, and then figuring it out, right? So how many of us learn how to cook something now without looking up a recipe or reading it online? How long do I cook fish? We don't do that anymore. We don't just pop it into the pan and we turn the oven on and we just watch it. No, we look it up. Estimated cooking time of marlin or whatever, right? 
we've lost that ability to say, I'm going to just try. I'm going to try and I'm going to try to figure it out and I'm going to see how it goes and I'm going to trust myself that I'll figure it out. And if I don't figure it out and I make a mistake, that's okay, I'll have another chance. We've lost the ability to depend on ourselves to figure things out, right? So if we're ever unsure of how to do things anymore, we don't just try to do it. We always look it up. We try to find something outside of us that will tell us it will work. Something outside of us that is evidence that it will work. We look to the forums to say, did that mother who did that with her child, did it work? Right? We go to the doctor like myself. If I do this, will it work? What have you seen? What's the evidence? And don't get me wrong. There are so, there's so much value into seeing what is possible, right? That's a big part of where like the coaching that I have invested in has made a huge difference for me is that I have been shown what is possible. I have been shown what can happen. But just because I've invested in a coach doesn't mean I have the exact steps to do it. For those steps of getting to what's possible for me, I need to trust myself and start moving forward and taking action and trusting that no matter what happens, I've got me, I've got myself. That's self-trust, right? We're constantly looking for an expert outside of us, a guide outside of us, the right way spelled out in a blog post or a podcast. And we have stopped looking inwards and asking our own selves, how do I do this? What are the steps I can take? What might I try and see what happens? Right? Think about this. When's the last time that you tried something new without looking it up? Or asking someone else who's done it? Or asking for advice? When was the last time you took a leap on something that you couldn't prove was going to work out? That you didn't have the data to validate your decision. When's the last time you did that? That you couldn't prove that it was the right choice before you did it or that it was the most logical choice or the most responsible choice. It's hard. It's hard to find something because we don't do that as much anymore. We live in this world of information. We live in this world of data and proof that we've lost that ability to just be like, I'm going to try it and see what happens. Mm -hmm. Our logical brains love being able to know, like I said, with certainty based on data that what we're doing is the next best step. And self-trust is not about logic and data and knowing in that way. Self-trust is knowing in a different way. Self-trust is knowing that even in the absence of data, that the choice you're making is the right one for right now. Self-trust is a deep inner knowing, like a gut feeling, a strong, unshakable belief that something is going to be the next step and right or wrong, you've got your back. Even if the decision you make turns out to not be the right one, you've got your back. You can handle the upsides and you can handle the downsides. You can handle the consequences. You can handle the good parts. It's knowing that whatever happens from that choice that you've made, that you can hold it. And sometimes some of the, you know, rebuttals when I talk about self-trust and being like, you know, take a big leap. What happens if you, you know, catch your wings on the way down kind of conversation is that a lot of women feel like they're being naive or they're being irresponsible. What if I make this decision and it's irresponsible? What if I make this decision and it wastes money or wastes time or it's all for quote unquote nothing? What if the investment flops? 
what if I invest all this money and then, and then what? And it doesn't work out, right? What if I leave my job and I regret it? Yeah, what if that happens? My question to you is, what if all of those things happen, right? What if when you made a decision, instead of being terrified of a negative outcome, you asked yourself, what if that happened and would I be okay? What if that happened? Do I have my own back even if? Right? These are all ways that we can learn how to cultivate self-trust, right? But we're so terrified of being seen as irresponsible. We're so terrified of failing. We're so terrified of not doing the right thing. And truthfully, like I said, it all comes down to this crushing fear of failure, right? If we do something that we couldn't prove was a sure thing and then it fails, how irresponsible were we? That was so irresponsible and naive. I should have known better, we say, right? But my question to that is like, when did we learn that failing meant we were irresponsible? When did we learn that learning didn't mean we make choices and then we learn from the outcomes? That's what learning is, right? As mothers or caregivers, right, many of us believe that children need to see consequences. In fact, the idea of natural consequences, right, what follows naturally from a decision that a child has made is the most powerful learning opportunity. If your child doesn't wear a coat and then walks out into the winter and feels cold, that's a consequence. But is it a failure or is it an opportunity to learn? right? So we believe this for children, that they must see the natural consequences of their behaviors in order to learn, but yet we somehow believe that as adults, we don't need that anymore. Or that as adults, when we make a choice and it flops, it's not a natural consequence that we learn from. It is a failure. We are irresponsible. We were naive. We were stupid. All the mean things that we say to ourselves. So it's time to reframe that, right? We need to realize that every time we make a decision and then something happens, whether good or for bad, and we walk ourselves through that and we make it through and we're okay, that's how we learn how to trust ourselves. That's how we learn at all. Right? So self-trust doesn't mean that we're omnipotent and that we know we'll never fail, right? Self-trust is not like I make right decisions 100% of the time, no, no doubt about it. No, no. Self-trust that means that even if we make a decision and it doesn't go the way we want is that we know we've got us, right? That if we do have a flop or a failure that we'll handle it, we'll be resourceful, we're scrappy, we've made it through so far, right? So making decisions that don't work out for us is not irresponsible. It's actually just the process of learning. But we've put an adult hat on it and started to shame ourselves every time we make mistakes. We forget to see that mistakes or flops or quote-unquote failures are not failures. They're feedback. Do you dream of becoming a more empowered, self-confident version of yourself as a mother? Do you wish that you could release the frantic, scattered energy that you feel throughout the day and embrace more flow, more self-trust, and more ease in your life as a woman and a mother? I'm on a mission to empower women who raise and empower the next generation of humans on this earth. 
And I'm starting by offering a brand new transformative live group coaching experience in January, 2022. Matriarch will be a three week immersion where you will learn how to embody the most powerful, most confident feminine leader of your family. The matriarch doesn't force or coerce. She leads and guides her family by leading herself first. From emotional mastery to embodied self-worth, sovereign communication and the creation of empowered energetic boundaries, the matriarch will be a journey unlike any other where we will tap into and activate parts of you that have been buried under the chaos of life and motherhood. Join me in this live container by heading to carlycrew.com slash matriarch. Pricing goes up on December 1st and the program will run in January for its inaugural round. If this is activating you, take the leap. Do what your heart desires and join me in Matriarch. You'll never know who she is until you activate her. It's an opportunity to learn. And trusting ourselves is that we will take that opportunity and we will learn the lesson and we will move forward. That's what trust means. That we trust that I'm not going to fall apart and crumble. I might have a moment. I might feel pretty bad for myself. I might have a pity party that I made that stupid decision that I thought was so stupid. But then I'm going to see this as an opportunity and I'm going to learn from it. And I'm going to evolve into a higher version of myself. And I'm going to strengthen my own sense of self-trust that I've got my own back no matter what I do. Right? That is self-trust. And like I said earlier, like trust is really the opposite of anxiety, right? Because you cannot have trust in yourself and also feel terribly anxious, right? Because we have anxiety when we feel as though we have no control or that things are not going to be okay. That's like the biggest part of anxiety is just fear that things are not going to be okay. Fear that something terrible is going to happen. But fear is like the antithesis of self-trust. Or anxiety is the antithesis of self-trust. Because if we have self-trust, we know that even if something happens, we'll be okay. We trust ourselves. We've got our backs. We'll make it through. Right? I've often said that your life so far has not been due to chance. And I want you to think on that right now. Your life so far has not been due to chance. So look back on your life. Okay? A variety of things have happened to you. And it's likely that when all of those things happened, you had a choice in that moment of how you're going to handle it. What you were going to do. What steps you would take next. And here you are. Right? Even if things went wrong, they didn't go the way you thought, you reacted, you responded to life in that moment, and here we are, and you're okay. Right? You've made it so far because you've been an active agent in choosing your life. And so give yourself some credit that you are where you are today because of the way you've responded in your life so far. The events that have transpired may have been in part out of your control and due to chance, but how you have reacted to them has been your part to play. And your part to play has brought you to this place now. 
right? Think back to something that you've done or you're, you know, you've had something and that happened in your life and you thought it was going to be soul crushing and you would never get through it and yet who you are, here you are, right? When we look back and realize that we've been involved in the outcome of our own lives, that where we are today is a result of the many things we couldn't control and then our reactions to those things, what we made out of those things that happened to us, we kind of realize that like, hey, we're pretty good at making things work. We're pretty good at making the best of whatever happens to us. We're pretty good at having our own backs. We're pretty good. We've kind of got us. That's good, right? And it's from this place that I want you to start to build your capacity to trust yourself. Because self-trust is one of the most powerful mental health skills you can have. Again, self-trust is the ability to know, to trust yourself to make a decision that seems the best or feels the right one in the moment and know that you've got your back either way, if it's right or wrong. So this is all really good, but then I have clients always telling me and asking me, okay, so like, how do I actually do that though? And I love them because that was me not that long ago is like, how do I make it practical? How do I make it tangible? How do I do the step-by-step? What is it? Tell me. And so I'm going to share a few of those things here to help you build self-trust. But I want you to know that you do not do self-trust. You embody self-trust. Okay? You cannot check a list off and say, da-da, self-trust. I got it. It's a process that you evolve and you grow and you embody self-trust. You move with self-trust. You become someone who self-trusts, right? And so how do we do that? Shocker. First of all, you have to do things. You have to do things without knowing that they're going to work out, okay? So whatever the thing is that has been on your heart that you're not sure is the right next step for you, but something in your side of you, something in your intuition is like, ooh, this is the thing, but I'm scared, right? You got to do the thing. Setting a boundary in your relationship. Setting lots of boundaries in your relationship. Becoming more assertive. Speaking up for yourself. Quitting the job that you've been holding on to out of fear of disappointing others or leaving someone behind or the guilt that you feel or obligation, right? Taking the steps to start that new business, to share that mission, that purpose that's been on your heart, but you've been, ooh, dancing with it. I don't know if I'm good enough, right? Making that big investment, hiring that coach, joining that program. It's a big investment. It's scary. You bet it is. And when we take that leap without knowing 100% for sure, we declare that we trust ourselves to make the most out of it no matter what, right? You do the thing and then you watch what happens. And you keep moving forward and you build your sense of self-trust because whether it works out or not, you learn that you have your own back either way, good or bad. You've got your own back. You'll be okay, right? Another way is to take a bit of a wide angle lens view of your life and look at the bigger picture. Look back, like I mentioned earlier, at all the places that you thought you knew what you should do and it worked out and the times that it didn't right? All those times that you had that gut feeling that it was the right move for you and then it was the right move and you were like, yes, I knew that. That's how you build your self-trust as you look at those things, you think about those moments, you remember them 
And then you look back on those times that you made a choice and maybe it didn't pan out, but that you were okay. Are you not okay right now? Are you okay? Even though your decision maybe wasn't the best at that moment, are you still okay? Did you make it through? How did you make it through? Did you carry yourself through, right? Self-trust is not just knowing that we're making the right decision, but it's also trusting ourselves when that decision that we make doesn't work out and knowing that we've got it. We'll be okay. We'll figure it out, right? Also look back on those things in your life that didn't feel like they worked out in the moment. And then in retrospect, it all became clear. In those moments that you were sitting there like, God, why is this happening? This is the worst. And now you look back and you think, oh, right. That makes perfect sense. I was so frustrated in that moment. I was so disappointed in that moment. That was not what I wanted. I was so angry. I was in so much resistance. But now, now I see. Oh, that makes sense now. Right? When we have that wide angle view of our lives, we can see how the puzzle pieces fit and how we've been putting them all together as an active agent in our life. And we can start to build self-trust, okay? And then make self-trust a practice. So what do I mean by that? Well, next week's episode, I'm gonna share with you a meditation. If you've been in my world, you know I love meditations. In fact, I've just released a brand new free gift, Releasing Perfectionism Meditation, that's available on carlycrew.com and it's amazing. If you're somebody who struggles with perfectionism and wishing things were just a certain way, if you struggle to accept things the way they are, including accepting yourself with your flaws and mistakes, that's going to be a great meditation for you to go grab. And so next week, I'm also going to release a meditation on the podcast here, all about cultivating trust. And so I encourage you to use that, listen to it as often as you need to, build it into your self-care practices, right? We need to Begin to build the beliefs that what you feel in your heart today is the right choice. Because sometimes the right choice doesn't look like it works out, but maybe it's the right choice because of the lesson you will learn in the process, right? Maybe our higher selves through our intuition and through our self-trust and through that deep gut feeling is telling us this is the next step for you because this is the next lesson you need to learn right? That's how we build self-trust. So I am so, so excited for this next level for you. I'm excited for you to step into your own self-trust. I'm inviting you to please share this episode with somebody who you think will benefit. Share it on your social media and tag me. Let me know if you found this helpful. If you're like, holy Jesus, Carly, this has been good. I want you to Consider leaving a five-star review. It takes 30 seconds on iTunes and makes a huge difference for podcast ratings and helps this show reach more women so we can build our movement and we can strengthen our mission and we can reach more women with this important message, these important messages. And I'm so excited. So I hope that this has been a helpful episode for you, right? The truth is that we cannot move forward. Like we cannot be reaching new levels of growth for ourselves. We cannot be reaching new levels of personal development, uh, personal fulfillment in our life, joy, self-actualization without self-trust. We cannot do new things. We cannot reach new levels at all without trusting ourselves and making that next jump. 
And I know this to be certain because I am doing it and I'm leading you through it. And so if you're listening to this, know that I am trusting myself every day to show up different, to show up bravely, to know that no matter what I've got myself, we cannot make bold moves without self-trust. So what bold moves are you ready to make? So send me a message. I'd love to know. I'd love to support you and cheer you on. Please know that you're part of this community. You're part of this mission. You're part of this movement. And have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening to Mind Over Motherhood. If you love this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could take a screenshot, tag me, and share it on your socials so I know that you're listening. If you have questions or concerns about anything I discussed in this episode or have ideas for new episodes, please reach out to me. I would love to hear from you. Catch you next time. You're listening to Mind Over Motherhood.